This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven, and as always, I'm joined by Jerry. Jerry, how's it going, man? Uh, going pretty well. Trying to catch sleep wherever I can between cries That's from right. me and the baby. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, a few weeks since we've done a podcast. Jerry's been knee-deep in poopy diapers and mm. all the rest of the fun things that an infant has to, to share. Yeah, you'll be in this uh, great journey again in a couple months. I know. I went through. I went to Target the other day, and I was just like looking at the burp cloths and <laughs> and gas drops and all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that we're about to do this again." <laughs> why, um, Stephen? Why? <laughs> I am not prepared. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, you know, there's been a. A few little panther nuggets that have happened over the last couple of weeks, but nothing that we really thought needed a whole show dedicated to it. But we did want to get out of show here uh, as the combine kind of starts and free agency is right around the corner. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the CBA is being worked on. There's a lot of news out there, uh, but nothing really definitive to talk about other than they're jostling back and forth. Um, however, there was some news that came out today that, yeah. I guess you could call it news, right? An NFL insider broke some uh, sources say news that uh, it, the, the Panthers are planning on bringing back Cam. Yeah. And, and it's kind of funny, too, because on his Instagram today, he posted a video where he's, you know, working out, doing a plank. And in the video, he kind of starts yelling and says, all I want is a little commitment, and you can't give me that. And then sometime today, they... It kind of leaks out that they plan on using him this year, and Matt Rule has said stuff about it. Yeah, um, so Rappaport, and this was earlier this morning, he basically says, a lot can still happen in the coming months, but as of now, the Panthers are moving forward with Cam Newton as their starting QB, sources say. While his foot is healing well, it will be several months until it's game ready, a timeline that complicates any potential trade. Um and then a little later in the day, like you said, Panthers.com released uh, an article basically saying that Matt Rule is super excited to have Cam as his starting QB this year. Yeah, uh, He thinks that Cam is working his ass off in terms of rehab, and uh, he's been kind of back and forth between Charlotte and Atlanta, uh, but he's been spending some time at the facility, and that's good news, right? Yeah. I mean... Um, what do you think? I mean, I know you've kind of been saying that Cam was going to be back I just whole think it time. would be dumb to get rid of him unless yeah. you were getting a first-round pick or some King's ransom for him. Because if he walks in free agency, you're still going to get a third-round pick for him. Compensate. I can't say that word. I always butcher it. Compensatory. <laughs> compensatory. Com- compensatory pick. Yes. Yeah, but the you know the compensatory pick formula is so weird. Like it's not it's not a given that you'd get anything for him if no, they I if they sign that. a if they sign a free agent quarterback or it really even a large free agent 
pickup would negate Cam I, leaving. Yes, next year if we did decided yeah. to do that. I don't see if they got let him walk, I don't see them signing a lot of people next year. I think they're going to just let that books kind of get rid of all this dead cap space that we now have due to Greg Olson, uh, Keekly. Uh, we're just have so much dead cap space right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, to me, it makes sense to bring Cam back. He's a better quarterback than any of the other ones we currently have on the roster. And it looks like even though we're picking seventh, that the top three quarterbacks will be gone in the draft before the seventh pick rolls around. Well, that's what it looks like, but it's still mock drafts. I see this every year where they'll have like five or six quarterbacks go in the first round, and when the draft actually comes around, three get picked in the first round. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, just looking at the teams ahead of us, I mean, San Diego got rid of their starting quarterback. They're Mm -hmm. obviously in the market. Uh, Cincinnati should take Joe Burrow number one. It is Cincinnati, so who knows what they'll actually do. But they really should. Yeah. And then that's, you know, four other teams that pick ahead of us that, you know, or five other teams, I guess. Uh, four or five other teams. Well, I can't do the math right now. But, one, I mean, if somebody's going to trade up and take Tua or Herbert, I mean, it's just going to – I have a feeling that three are going to go in the top five, just the way that things are lining up. I don't. I wouldn't I, be surprised if all th- – or not if all three of them. But if – one of them fell to us. I, I don't see us even picking him right now, unless they really like the guy. If Herbert fell to us, I don't know if we'd grab him. I don't know about Herbert. Uh, I think if Tua fell to us, I could see them picking and taking a flyer on him at seven. Um, I don't even know if it's a flyer, really. Because <laughs> you're also forgetting there is some key quarterbacks that are hitting free agency this year. Yeah, but none of them make sense for a rebuilding team. Like we're not, we're yeah. not picking up a thirty to thirty-three year old quarterback. You're right. It you doesn't know. make sense for a lot of them. But <clears throat> these are some of the franchises that screw things up quite a bit. Cincinnati's sitting at one, and Burrow has hinted that he ha- doesn't want to go there because of the crazy franchise that it is, and. I could honestly see them screwing that up somehow. I could too. Um, but I don't think he's actually hinted at it. I've seen reports saying that. Uh, but he addressed that today, actually, and said that, you know, he's never said that he didn't want to go to Cincinnati. He's willing to play for whoever drafts him. Uh, I I don't see how they don't take him. He seems like the no-brainer pick, mm-hmm. you know, at number one. He threw 60 touchdowns in the SEC. I mean, that's... It's again it's pretty impressive. It's Mike Brown round organization. They may go ahead and want to select him for football play aspects, but they not may not want to do it because in the future they're going to have to pay him down the line. That's the way that Bengals organization thinks. I agree. I also saw another report, and I put that in heavy quotation marks, that the Panthers were expected to look pretty hard at trading up to number one to take Burrow because we have Joe Brady. Uh, And that was out there for a while. Of course, this Cam Newton news sort of puts a little damper on that. But what do you think about, I mean, kind of bringing this back to Cam, could this be a smokescreen? Could this be the Panthers 
driving the price up. You know, if you want Cam, we really want to keep him. But if you really want him, come strong. Yeah, I, quite possibly you can be. This this is the time that every little nugget of information, I use that quotations loosely. Yeah. Uh, anything could be possible. I mean, there's been times where some teams say, oh, we're in love with this guy. We're in love with this, this guy. And then when it comes time to draft, they draft somebody else and come to find out they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't even have him on our board. We were trying to get somebody to <laughs> jump us or trade with us. Yeah, you're right. It is the time of lying in the NFL, yeah. 100%. The sky <clears throat> is gray and green and <laughs> purple. But I if you want to trade us a first-round pick, we'll put it back to blue for you. The earth is flat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Did speaking of the Earth is flat? Did you see that the Rocket Man, he perished? Oh yes, yes yeah, the I guy did. That makes his own rockets. You know, yeah. R.I.P. to the crazy. No, I, I guess. <laughs> when you um, try to build your own rocket to prove that the Earth is flat, you go five thousand feet up. And some reason you don't have a parachute on your thing, and you just plummet to the Earth. Yeah. Yeah, not not a good move. No. Not a good move. Um. All right, so if you had to to guess, mm-hmm. come opening of training camp, is Cam Newton on the Panthers? Well, I've said this at the very end of our regular season, that Cam Newton would be our starting quarterback next year. I'm not changing my way. Okay, you can. You're allowed to change your mind. No, I am Bar- dead Barring set on new this. information. Okay. Even if we trade him away, I will still be pitching my fork on this. Ha ha! I uh, I tentatively agree. Um, I actually thought that they probably would trade him until this news came out. And then I started thinking about it more. It definitely doesn't make any sense to cut him. No. Cutting and, him would be the dumbest thing to do. But I agree. Cutting him would be stupid. Let's just take that completely out of the equation. Does it make sense to have Cam as our starting quarterback in 2020 for this team? Well, this is kind of, you're saying this, and I was thinking about this earlier when we were discussing it. What's Cam coming back to? I mean, they want to see what he has. Okay, he's going to have the same two starting wide receivers, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Greg Olson's gone, so he's going to have to rely on Ian Thomas. Our O-line is still, you know, horrible. Yeah, but I mean, you've got free agency. You've got the draft, Mm -hmm. right? You've got opportunities to build up pieces of that offense and they will build up pieces of that offense even if we're going rebuilding you know they're still going to draft guys that are hopefully future starters and they'll probably still make some pretty smart free agent pickups short-term guys um defenses i mean this team is not set up very well defensively oh defensively it's scary the cornerbacks are looking pretty rough I mean, we've, Trey Boston is a free agent, so our safeties are looking pretty rough. You know, the defensive line is looking pretty rough with McCoy leaving, Terry Poe potentially leaving. I mean, Mario Addison's going to be a free agent. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. What, what team is he coming back to? I have no idea. I, I don't either. And you never know what Matt Rule will be able to put together. So, yeah. I mean, is Cam, Cam a healthy Cam... And that offense is still, you know, has some playmakers on it. 
Yeah. You know, we've got DJ Moore. We've got Christian McCaffrey. Another year of you know, uh, Curtis Samuel potentially mm-hmm. finding his potential. Um, they'll draft a guy. I don't know if Ian Thomas is going to be the guy or if they'll draft a tight end. Um, or if they'll pick one up in free agency. I have no idea. But, yeah, you know, uh, there's they could put up points. I, I was going to say, the offense looks pretty good. As long as they can fix that O-line, whether it's Greg Little actually solidifying that left tackle and we get a solid guard in there. I, I, I'm a Moten fan. I like him on the right tackle side. I guess my question would be, if this is a rebuilding team, and all signs point to it is, then is Cam too good to put it starting quarterback if he's healthy for a rebuilding team? I mean, I know originally we've said that, Tepper said this is going to be a, a huge rebuild. Mm-hmm. But if if Cam's starting, I don't think it's a huge rebuild. It's got to be a two three year rebuild, at you know the most because he doesn't. You never know how long he's going to be. Whether he'll be for here for five years or you know three. Yeah, I mean, and when you think rebuild, to me, I think tank. Right, I think you're losing a lot of games to get draft picks, high picks, mm-hmm. future stars. Cam, if he's healthy, can win you six games by himself. I yeah. mean, honestly. Like, he's an MVP just a few years ago. You know, and he's been hurt. But if he does actually come back healthy, he's had a lot of time off. He had almost the entire season off, plus this off season, to kind and, of get back to normal. And you never know what he's going to be able to do with a Joe Brady offense. That's another I, thing. Like, Joe Brady... And Matt Rule too are very adaptive, right? And they're gonna, they're gonna, basically tailor the offense to Cam. Mm-hmm. We never really got to see Cam under that North Turner offense healthy. There was yeah. a, that first beginning of the year. Yeah, the first half of the year, and he was looking really good, and then he was looking you know great. his shoulder started wearing down, which is still gonna be a long term yeah, issue. Yeah, still could but... be an issue. And 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 maybe that's why you do this is. I mean, it makes sense if you want Cam as your future quarterback to mm-hmm. let him play out this final year of his contract and see. You know, and that, that brings me to another question is, if Cam is asking for a commitment, is he asking for a contract? Is he asking for an extension? Mm-hmm. That, that could be. Is that what he means by commitment? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, but... If you're a Panthers fan, this is or a Cam Newton fan, this is good news. I mean, this is everything is pointing towards Cam being the starter in 2020. I mean, um, if you, if you didn't want to watch the Panthers go one in fifteen, this is good news. That's true. You know, <laughs> I mean, as much as it makes sense to, you know, tank and lose and get that number one pick and take Taylor Lawrence or, you know, one of the other top quarterbacks, whoever ends up coming out of this class. As much as it makes sense for the future to do that, man, it sucks to watch. It you know? really will. It's it, such a bummer to go to and fourteen. Oh yeah, no one wants to watch that Jimmy Clausen season over again. No, I mean we've seen that before, and it's awful. It's terrible. And you know, Tepper doesn't want that either. Like I, he understands building through the draft and you know making a winner, but God, nobody wants to see their team. Oh no, just, and it. Be awful. The and laughing it would financially of the hurt Tepper to do that. Yeah, 
I mean, I think People, he's I going show to take to the risk games. of taking a hit for a couple seasons to rebuild, but he doesn't want to see that. You could tell the guy wants to win. Yeah. You know, and maybe the maybe the uh, plan is for Cam to come back and look great and show that he still has it, and then you trade him. Yeah. Franchise him and trade him. Is sure. there anything else you really want to discuss about with Cam? No, I don't guess so. I mean, uh, no. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I know we discussed a little, you touched on a little bit here about basically we're going to look at our current free agents here, the Carolina Panthers free agents, and what we should do with them, whether franchise tag, transition tag, or let them hit the road. Yeah, and let's talk about it real quick. So you can always franchise tag, right? Mm-hmm. But given that this is a CBA year, right? This is the last year of the CBA. You can also transition tag this year. So that would give you basically another player that you could tag that would not be able to enter free agency. So this is kind of a one-time thing. It always seems to crop up around the end of the CBA. Um, so that's why we have the potential to tag two people this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you want to go by most important or just kind of go down the list here? Um, we'll just kind of go down the list we have and tell me what you think. We'll start off or I'll start it off with, uh, Mario Addison. No, no, no tag for Mario Addison. (laughs) Well, obviously no tag for Mario Addison. (laughs) Would you want to go offer him a contract though? Sure. I'd offer him a, a two year contract. $8 $8 million contract. I mean, I don't want to pay him a lot of money. I, would, I wouldn't I would even offer him that. He's 32 nah. years old and we're rebuilding. I would let him walk. I yeah, I don't he, know. I don't know what you're getting better than him. I'm, and again, that's the thing, right? Is Are we assuming that this is that we're going to in 14 this year or are we assuming that we're trying to make the playoffs this year? I mean, I'm just letting you let's put on our GM caps. How are you going to build this team, Steven? Well, I want to win, right? Okay. No matter if it hurts the future or not. So, I would offer Addison. I would offer most of these guys. I'd offer some of these guys um, short-term deals, right? Because they know the area. They don't necessarily know the system. Um, and that's another thing is we don't really know what kind of system Phil Snow is going to be running here. So, uh, Mario Addison. I mean, I, I'll say this. I'm fine if he leaves. I'm fine if they bring him back on a very short-term, cheap deal. Okay. How about that? What about you? You, You're saying no. I'm putting my GM cap on. I want young. I want a smart rebuild. We may not go 2-14. We may win six to eight games next year, and I'm okay with that. But I don't want to keep these long-tooth older guys on our payroll. I want to clear that cap space for a year or two down the line. I have a lot of cap space. I have a lot of good young players, and I can make a splash as try going okay. for that Super Bowl. Okay, I agree with that, but signing Mario Addison to a two-year deal is not going to put that in jeopardy. But I think all. he's he's thirty-two. I want to get a okay, young guy. I but he'll be gone. Young, I want a young guy to go out there and start getting his feet wet. Okay, so you're assuming that because we don't sign Mario Addison, we're going to sign a young guy who's going to be as no, no. good as Mario. We Addison. We may draft a guy. I personally, I think. Brian Burns is going to be moving to the defensive end, edge rusher type of guy that, you know. And he he wasn't able to get on the field last year. I want him on the field this year. I want yeah, him that, to get That wasn't Mario Addison's fault though. He no, wasn't no, no. taking Mario Addison wasn't taking his snaps. 
Uh, okay, I understand what you're saying. So in that in that vein, you think that Trey Boston should also be gone? No, because he's he's a little bit of an older guy. You want to get younger at the position? No, I want Trey Boston. I will resign okay. Trey Boston. <laughs> so, he's only 27. Okay. He's 27. He's been playing really well everywhere he goes, in different you know systems. I would sign him three four year deal. I would be willing to put that money on him. I wouldn't break the bank on him. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. you know see about. Five, six million per year. I think you can get him a lot cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. He, he always seems to be just hanging out there in free agency, waiting for somebody to come get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, this next one, I think we're going to have a conversation about James Bradbury. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say tag him. Okay. What type of tag do you want? Um, I, I think you give him the franchise tag. Okay. That's $16.4 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. What's the transition tag for him? $14.5 million. And the transition tag, somebody else can come and sign him too. Don't right, get it. Right, But they have to give up two first-round picks to you, which never happens. Okay, let's transition tag him then. Transition tag I'd be him? I'd be happy to give get for two first-round picks for him if that happens. Uh, I agree. I think transition tag would be the best option. It doesn't typically happen. I mean, 14.5 is very high for James Bradbury, in my opinion. But we don't have much behind him. And if you look at his PFF grade, I don't have it in front of me right now, but he's usually pretty solid there. And he goes up against top talent with Julio Jones, yeah. Mike Evans. You know, Our division is loaded. Yeah, and I mean, there was a while there last year where I think he was rated as a top five corner. I think he fell off a little bit towards the end of the year. But, I mean, your other option here would be to sign him to a long-term deal. Uh, Are you comfortable doing that? He's going to want top five cornerback money. This is where we run into a problem of not knowing what Phil Snow likes. Because if Phil Snow likes him for his defense... I have no problem signing him to a long-term deal. Not top-tier money, but the tier right below it. Maybe a $12, $13 million a year. Well, yeah, I don't know that cornerbacks are really scheme-specific, you know? Yeah, they are. I think just having a lockdown corner, it doesn't matter what kind of defense you're playing. That's, but, but Bradbury's that's, not a lockdown that. corner. He's more of a zone if you guy. Look at, if you look at Brett, no, he, he followed around a lot of top receivers this year if you look at his numbers in terms of who he went up against he shut down a lot of really good wide receivers he did but i i think it is a i think cornerbacks a very scheme heavy position sure i mean if you're you know i'm just saying if you have a guy that you consider a lockdown corner it doesn't matter what scheme you put him in he's gonna he's gonna do well that's all I'm saying. Um, but I think both of us are okay. You know, let it, let's hit, let him play another year and prove it again. Yeah. And like I said, I wouldn't even mind a longer term deal if it was <clears throat> not for top tier money for lower and Phil Snow likes his style of play. Yeah. How about this next guy? Now, this is a young guy. Okay. He's only been in the league four years. You know exactly where I'm going He's with this. He's a personal favorite of yours. Vernon Butler had a career year this year, you could say. Mm-hmm. But you're saying let him go. 
uh, a Dave Gettleman special first round pick that was completely wasted. Bye bye Vernon Butler. <laughs> Do you really have even? Are you even considering it? Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, I would. Uh, again, it, you know, if it was you know a million dollars for one year or something, whatever the minimum would be for a guy of his tenure. I think it would be okay. He actually was a serviceable backup this year, um, and he actually played a lot of starting when KK went down. Uh, and he wasn't awful. He wasn't a dumpster fire this year. So, you know, a new scheme. You got uh, new coaches in your ear. A lot of these guys could kind of turn it around and, and play better. So, <clears throat> again, uh, this is one of those guys where I would say if the money is right, bring him back for a year or two. Okay. Now, I want to kind of lump these two together because – I feel like they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Ross Cockrell and Javian Elliott, cornerbacks. Yeah, I'm saying yes to one and no to the other. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Cockrell. Okay. I'd bring Cockrell back um, again on a, a backup corner deal, right? I don't think he get he gets starter money, but you know, I, another one where he's he you know he's in his twenties, the late twenties. But he played pretty well for us last year and played very well in spots. Yep. I would say the same for JV and Elliott as well. Um, I agree with that 100%. You try to lock them up for a a year or two short-term deals. I think they play decent. They're not starters, but you shouldn't pay them like starters. Yeah. I mean, Cockrell had 11 starts this year, but that was, you know, there was some injuries uh Dante Jackson looked terrible in spots so mm-hmm. uh I thought Cockrell played pretty well and and earned a spot on the roster. Uh Javian Elliott I'm kind of like he's sort of whatever for me. I think there's a lot of guys like him out there. Um he didn't wow me this year so I'd be fine letting him go. Okay. Uh moving on wide receiver Chris Hogan. I believe you, I was going to say did you like him a lot coming into this <laughs> I did. Season? I did. I was wrong. Bye bye. Bye bye. The only only wide receiver on this list, by the way. Yes, in terms I, of unrestricted I, free agents. Yes, he is. I would say gone as well. I he didn't show me. I anything, think he might and retire. I think he could find something in the free agency <clears throat> that would be better than him. <clears throat> Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. That seems like everybody linking him with us because of the Matt Rule connection. Yeah. Um, as long as yeah, it's not expensive. Know. I don't think I don't think uh, Chris Hogan plays again. I think he's gone. I, I think he's too. out of the league. I agree. Um, here's another one that might be more interesting to talk about: Wes Horton, thirty years old. Mm-hmm. You know, played okay last year. Don't know. What do you think? You know how you were talking about Mark. I would be willing to give Wes Horton a one two year deal, two three million dollars a year. Kind of have that rotational guy. That's what he is. I, I would be happy with him sticking around for another year or two. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if he lost a camp battle to a younger guy, I would not be devastated. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I would say bring him back as a camp body, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and then with every intention of uh, somebody else outplaying him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even though he... he Played okay in spots last year. You know, he was only with, really with the team for like half a year. And 
No, he's just one of those guys that I think Rivera really liked, mm-hmm. but does you know he's just a guy, right? He's a rotational guy who yeah. probably practices really hard, and he's one of those guys that as long as he's in the league, he's going to be probably bouncing around to different teams. Yeah, you know. Um, I think Bruce Irvin is the next one. He's gone. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think he wants to come back. I was gonna say he doesn't even want to be back here. I mean, yeah. he's not here for. He wasn't here for a rebuild, anyways. Yeah. Uh, next one, Kyle Love, defensive tackle. I like Kyle Love. He's uh, he's getting up there in age, but he's, he's thirty three, and I would have to say goodbye. Yeah, um, I think so, just because of his age. Although. Again, another one of those guys that if you want to bring him back as a veteran presence, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we happen to draft a defensive tackle in the first couple of rounds, you know, a guy that can show him the ropes, and uh, I think Kyle Love would be a great teammate to have on the team. So, yeah. uh, if the money's right, I say bring him back. <clears throat> this next one, I think we can both agree is gone. Joe McCoy. Yeah, same same deal with Bruce Irvin. He doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to rebuild. He's he's basically said it. You know, he's basically said he's not going to be back. I I can't if, blame if him. I mean, this this team is not what he wanted. And I mean, he's not what he used to be. No. But was he worth ten million dollars this year? I don't think so. Ah oh, man, I really wish we got to see KK and him together. Yeah. That's that's true. I mean, the defense was just a shell this year anyway. Um, Stacy McGee is the next one. I think he was a, is he a late season pickup? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mid season. No. I have no, I have no thoughts on him. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I don't really. Sign up to a long-term deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this next one, I think I I actually wouldn't mind bringing back Greg Grand Roten. Mm -hmm. Uh, 29. He started 11 games and. I think he played pretty well. I mean, he the past he was one of the decent star, decent um, guys on the offensive line. Yeah, the past two seasons for Journeyman, who showed up here, he's done really well. He started really well for us. I agree. I would sign him again. He's still in his 20s. Yeah, he's, he's 29, probably 29. 30 by the time this season starts. So it's a two, three-year deal. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be hating on that. Yeah. Uh, the next I, one's kind of an interesting one. Not for me. Go ahead. Daryl Williams. <laughs> bye-bye. So you're Not saying interested. bye. Not interested. I I completely understand. At, as left tackle or right tackle right now, I would definitely say bye-bye. But he's also played some guard, and we're going to need another guard, I believe. I, I don't know if Greg Van Roten stays or not, but I like rotational guys. If we could get him cheap for a couple years see if or a year or two, kind of see if he's back healthy, I would do it. But I think somebody's going to pay him. I think he was an all-pro right tackle before his injury a couple years ago. And I think someone's going to pay him on that. Yeah, all-pro second team in 2017. Um, He's really been dining off that since. I mean, he's been talked about as one of the better, you know, offensive linemen in the league. He did not show it last year at tackle or guard. Mm -hmm. He looked overmatched in every game pretty much um i have i have no interest in bringing him back uh he's only 27 you know it could be another one of those guys with a different coach you know you get different he, production out and of he him. may have not been completely healed 
That's true, too. Or he wasn't back to full strength when he came back. And as a lineman, because it was a lower body injury, if I remember correctly, a knee injury. I, I think you're right, yeah. So if that wasn't completely healed and he's out there trying to get earn a paycheck and it's just not going, that's... Yeah, he, you know, and it was a knee injury. Um, I don't, th- I, for what he is probably going to earn, I don't think we can bring him back. I don't want to pay him. I, I agree with that. Like I said, I think someone's going to pay him decent money. Um, I actually read an article, I can't remember where it was from, but it had hidden gems for free agency, mm-hmm. and there was three Panthers on there. Yeah. Can you, again, I'm sorry, whoever wrote this I'm guessing this Daryl Williams was one of them. It, well. <laughs> if you said that. Well, I was, we're done with the list now. That's why I was. Oh, 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 oh. well, do you not want to talk about the, uh, let's just real quick, uh, restricted free agents. Uh, DeAndre White is probably the big name. Um, don't care. And then exclusive rights free agents. I do want to talk about Kyle Allen. Uh, bringing him back would be super cheap. Is it a no-brainer? Yeah. Yeah, bring him back. Um, Reggie Bonifant was an exclusive rights free agent. He got re-signed. Uh, Cole Luke and F.A. Obata, both also exclusive rights, and they got re-signed. And then Joey Sly. I want to talk about this for a minute. Joey Sly got re-signed for a one-year deal. Um, do you think this means Graham Gano is gone? No. So do you think... I think you have a kicker if, if that, that is spent all year on IR due to a leg injury. Yeah. And you get a guy that at least played in a league decently to come into camp to kick for you in case that leg isn't – if he can kick, basically. Okay. So if if Gano's healthy, then Sly gets cut. Yep. Okay. I think Gano is gone. Okay. I think they're going to cut Gano, save the couple million dollars, whatever it's going to be. And uh, move forward with Sly, and at we least also, for this year. We also had options on two players. One, they came out today on you know the 25th. Uh, Jarius Wright's option is not being picked up, so he will be gone. Bye. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not upset about that. I, I actually think Jarius Wright played way better than I thought he would when we signed him. I uh, didn't really have too many expectations for him. So, you know, uh, kind of sad to see him go, but he just did nothing this year. So, not yeah. that sad. And I think it was also, he's North Turner's guy, and now North Turner's gone. Right. Now, so, the second... see you in Washington, Jarius Wright. <laughs> <laughs> now, the second one, though, Dontario Poe. That's going to be an interesting one. He holds like a, I think, $13 million cap hit, and if we let him go, it will be $10 million off the cap, and we'll have... Let's yeah. add another $3 million to the dead cap. Yeah, but you know, you cleared ten million from the cat total, so um I think he's gone. I do too. That's a lot of money. I and so especially you could sign for... two defensive tackles. And he wasn't even that good. I was gonna say, I don't I I feel like that was a bad deal we made. I think yeah. we should have tried to keep Star and let him go. I mean if if I had my little time traveler cap on and went back. Well this is a this is another guy who he made an all pro team you know, early in his career and has just been dining on it for the last five years. He's, you know? he's played better than, you know, two injury plague Daryl Williams season. I mean, he made the all pro team one time, second team all pro, and he was a pro bowler one other time. That's it. Yeah. His I mean, whole career. Yeah. 
That, that's and those still are, that good. was 2013 and that's 2014. Still good. It's just not. It's 2020. It's still not great. I mean, for the money. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, I think his reputation was better than what we actually saw from him. Mm. All right. Back to my question. Okay. The three sneaky good free agents that are on our list. It was a top 10 gems. Okay. Oh, and there were three Panthers on there. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're free agents? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Trey Boston. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Chris Hogan. I'm just kidding. Not Chris Hogan. Uh, Cockrell. Nope. Okay. Uh, Butler? Nope. All right. I'm James get one Bradbury. More, one, oh, give me oh. one more guess. Oh, well, he's not a hidden gem. Give me a break. Yeah. Well, most That's people stupid. in the NFL don't know him. Uh, the most public. Okay. Well, I would not have guessed him anyway. Okay. Um, so let me say uh, Mario Addison. Nope. Daryl Williams, you're right originally. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Writing on that all pro status that one year. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I lose that game. Okay. Yeah, that wraps At least up. I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> that wrapped up the Panthers free agency. Uh, we have currently the scouting combine started. Yeah. Um, it is rolling from, where did that, it's like what the next week, right? Yeah. I had the date right here, but it disappeared. NFL scouting combine. February 27th to March 1st. Okay. Nope. February 23rd to March 2nd. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's the, it's actually on TV from the 27th to the 1st. Okay. So, the scouting combine started now. Is there any guys you kind of want to watch or hear how they scored? I mean, not everyone's going to sit there and watch <clears throat> the scouting combine. Yeah, I would say in terms of, like, names, uh, No. There's no there's no real names that I'm interested in seeing in the combine, uh, other than cornerback. Uh, I'll say positions, right? I'm interested in cornerback. Uh, I want to see some of the speed from some of those guys, and um, tight end. Those are the two positions that I'm. You are so ready to get rid of Ian in. Thomas. Yeah, those are the two. Those are the two because I think I think first round we're probably going defensive tackle or defensive end. Uh, or maybe corner with the uh, that top corner if he falls to us. But I think we're going defensive something in the first round. But I think those next few rounds are going to be the real interesting ones. And those that's kind of the guys that I'm looking at or the positions I'm looking at. What about you? See, I was, I was actually – I want to see Isaiah Simmons. I see a lot of mocks. I know it's mocks with us. He the, he's the linebacker? He's the linebacker from yeah. Clemson. Right. I want to see how good he looks. Um he, he's 6'4", 230. Looks slim, but, I mean, you pair him with Shaq and possibly Brian Burns, I mean, that could be a scary, yeah. very athletic linebacker. That's true. Core. And uh, I've seen some mocks saying that he's a target for us. Now... Potential target. Of course, I want to see Derek Brown. I, I Again, a lot of mocks going to us. Um, yeah. Javon he's the DT, Kin- right? Yeah, Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. He's the other DT that I've seen. Yeah. I, I want to see how good they look. I It's hard to see them at a scouting combine, but I want to see their bench press. I want to see their 40. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and here's the thing about the combine: like how much you can bench doesn't really matter, right? How high you can jump doesn't really matter for most positions, especially not defensive tackle. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm surprised they don't have a squat. Yeah, I feel like squatting seems to be more of a actual O-line type of play than yeah bench press. Well, it's like you know I always used to hear this radio host say, you know, why do I care what their forty yard time is? I want to know what their ten yard time is, or what their twelve yard time is. Like that's the routes that they're going to be running. They're not going to be running forty down, yards downfield that often in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then if you are, you're running with a guy who's just as fast as you going 40 yards down the field. So, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think we'll talk, we'll talk more about the draft, uh, obviously as it gets closer to the draft, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'll watch the combine and I like watching the combine. Yeah. It'll be on TV. Yeah. And there has been breaking news already at the scouting combine. <laughs> Supposedly. Burrow, Joe Burrow's hands are tiny. That, Nine inches. Yeah, they said that they're smaller than Kyler Murray's, and he was, that was a big knock on him coming out of college last year, too. Yeah, I did see they're the same size as Jared Goff and uh, Ryan Tannehill. Those are, like, the, the comps for him. I just And love, they, those guys seem to be fine. I so. just love how, like, something like this is never talked about again, but right now it is yeah. hot news. There's always news about some guy's hand size in the combine. I, I always. Know, I know when I messaged you this, that that came out. I started sending yeah. you the gifts of well, right. little hand guys. <laughs> little hand guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like that. And then if a quarterback is like half an inch under six feet, oh, he's, he's going to suck. He's not. He, yeah. You know, he can't. You, if you're six feet, fine. But if you're 5'11 and three quarters, no. Yeah. Not going to make it. There's never been a quarterback that's you know, shorter than six foot that's ever <laughs> right. played any good. I mean, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Drew Brees, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, even Kyler Murray, you know, he looks pretty good. Yeah, um, I think Kyler Murray's gonna have a decent career in front of him. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I know you know we don't want to get into like other teams' free agents that might be out there. We're gonna wait on that. Um. Any other kind of preseason predictions or offseason predictions you want to talk about that don't involve the draft or free agency? Oh man, if I would have, if you would have told me this earlier, I'd have came up with a funny one, but I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, Antonio Brown goes to jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's too easy. I'm not going to let you count that one. <laughs> Um, I do want to revisit when we get to our draft episode um, how many quarterbacks are taken on the first five. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be our beer bet of the week that week because uh, I think that's definitely going to happen. So let's put that on the back burner. Um, all right. Uh, let's take a quick break, just a very quick break. We'll be back for a few minutes just to talk about uh, the new Panthers Unmasked series. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do it That's like good. That. Okay, cool. Uh, so who says what? So I'm We're saying podcast. you say that? So I'm saying five. Beth? Four. Three. Two. One. one. Hey there, I'm Dave. I'm Beth. And I'm Veronica. And we are the Happy Hour. 
We're a podcast dedicated to the most decorated NHL franchise of all time, the Montreal Canadiens. A casual listen by Habs fans for Habs fans. We have new episodes every week, so have a listen. Bye. Bye. And we're back. So let's talk real, real briefly about the first episode of Unmasked. The uh, I don't remember the full name of the show, but it's like Unmask, a look at the Panthers offseason or something like that. Um, seems like this first episode was kind of a two-parter, right? It was Matt Rule and it was Luke Keekley. Yeah. What did you think about it? Well, I I liked it. Uh, it was kind of behind the scenes of what we've already seen. Now, I think since you and I, or at least I know me and you are, are typically very up to date with the Panthers news, how things go down. You mm-hmm. read about it. You heard about, you know, Marty Hurdy and Tepper going down to El Paso to meet him. I think if if I wasn't completely informed with that, I would have loved this so much. Yeah. Just the behind the scenes. And <clears throat> the Luke Keekley thing. Oh. That I, was I, good. I watched it with my wife. My wife's a huge yeah. Panthers fan. She was crying next to me. Yeah. Watching him that, struggle with that. That's what I want to see out of this, right? Like, I think they had to do the Matt Rule thing because it was the biggest thing in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, there, there was a little bit of insight there. Not a ton. Um, but it was cool to see some behind-the-scenes stuff, the way that he kind of speaks when he's unfiltered and not standing up at the pulpit preaching, right? Which is what he did in his... Uh, press conference but the Luke Keekley thing was very you know emotional you could tell how hard it was for him mm-hmm. one of the things that I really liked and that I did not know uh, was that it seemed like immediately after Luke Keekley gave his uh, you know uh, video presentation where he said he was retiring that Matt Rule grabbed him in the hallway and said hey man seriously whenever you're ready come back Come back and coach. Come back and look at film. Come back and you know help out our guys. You know whatever you want to do. Come back. It seemed like he grabbed him immediately. Yes. And, and said that. That was which is great. That was one thing that stood out in front of me. I it's been almost a week since I watched it, but that was yeah. one of the big things that stood out to me too, and I love that. Let's yeah. not let him walk out of this. Let's not him let him go to Washington without saying, "Hey, we love you. Stick around, even if this isn't the coaching staff you knew." This building still loves you. All the fans here still. He yeah. could run for mayor of Charlotte and win. He really 90%. could. <laughs> yeah, I mean his teammates are still there. Like, this is his his family is here. Like, and, and a lot of his family at least. And I think uh, I would love for him to come back. But I was really just happy to see that mm-hmm. to see Matt Rule understand how important that is. You know, to keep a guy like that around. Yeah. So I hope that happens. Um. <clears throat> I was kind of trying to think of like what's episode two gonna be, and I figure Greg Olson's gonna be probably feature pretty prominently. Yeah, the traitor. His, yeah, how how his whole uh, you know getting cut essentially, how that all worked out, the behind the scenes talks. I would love to see that the actual yeah. behind the scene talks between him and Tepper. I doubt we'll yeah. see that, but that would be awesome. He did sign with Seattle Seahawks, and yeah, he's dead to me now. (laughs) 
right i guess that's that technically did happen since last time we talked as uh he did sign with seattle so you know whatever good for him he's gonna he's gonna try to win a, a ring um that's really what his career is missing right now so but uh yeah i think that uh you know draft preparation maybe some combine stuff you know showing matt rule and his staff down at the combine it'll be cool to see mm-hmm. um I like this. I really like the production value. I think it, they do a really good job. It, it looks so good. It looks like I, movie quality. Just It looks like Hard Knocks. Yeah. It's 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 almost Hard Knocks quality. Now, I will say the one thing that I don't like about it is the narrator. And I know it's been almost a week since you watched it. But yeah. the narrator guy, uh, he just sounds like a normal dude. Like, he's not John Hamm who does All or Nothing or... Liev Schreiber, who does Hard Knocks. Like, he just doesn't have the gravitas. Hmm. The gravitas. Well, I mean, it's been one episode. I I will next episode that they come out. We don't know when they're going to come out. They really haven't said. I was kind of hoping this was going to be a weekly thing, but we really can't find any information that says how often this is going to be. So I'll listen, and maybe it was his first episode. I mean, let's go back to our first episode, see how we did. Granted, we, we don't have that production value that they do. Don't want to. Don't I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah. So check it out if you haven't checked it out. Unmasked. Uh, you can find it on YouTube or on Panthers.com. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I'd like YouTube because you can. I think it's a little higher quality on YouTube. But um, <clears throat> and I think there's like an ad that runs before it. So if you have a an ad blocking browser or something, watch it on YouTube. All right. I think that's it. I did too. Uh, I think we're going to be back before the draft. Um, after... Well, we'll definitely be back before the draft. Oh, yeah. Be... Free agency. <laughs> that's in April. <laughs> yeah, free agency hits March 18th. We'll be back before that so we can we'll talk about then. Yeah. available free agency, free agents that we could possibly pick up. Yeah, and uh, shoot us an email. Um, was it mailbag at meowmix.com? Yes. Uh, shoot us an email with your free agent desires. You know, anybody out there that you want the Panthers to pick up, we'll talk about it. Anybody says Tom Brady, we're throwing in the garbage. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> your Panther fandom is revoked. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, yep. Uh, mailbag at meow, mailbag at com. We're never going to get that right. Meowmixpodcast.com. Uh, <laughs> com. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to get you to a different mailbox. If you just uh, our go to old mailbag mail ba- still works, too. If you meowmixmailbag at gmail.com still yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Either, either one works. <laughs> uh, Meowmix podcast on Twitter. Um, yeah, hit us up with uh, really anything. I mean, anything you want to talk about or hear about. It's the off season. We're, no, we, we still have Brian's yeah. email. That or Yeah, we got Brian's email. We're going to get to it, man. We're gonna get to it. Oh, one one of my other buddies texted me and he said, uh, "Who's gonna? Who has the brighter future, the Dolphins or the Panthers?" Oh, Discuss. I know who. I know who emailed you that. <laughs> I mean, I told him I'd mention it. Yeah, I. You have to say the Dolphins at this point. Brian Flores has looked awesome. Maybe the best player. immediate future, but I think long term. I'm I'm going with Tepper. Give me Tepper. Ownership he's gonna, he's gonna wise, I would give Tepper it over whoever. Is it Ross, Stephen Ross? Is it Ross? Yeah. yeah, Stephen Ross. Yeah, that guy sucks. Don't like him. Yeah. Um, all right, there you go, Ryan. We talked about the Dolphins. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> all 
All right. Well, we will be back in probably a couple of weeks. Um, and until then, everybody, keep pounding. Wow, <laughs> wow,